The following is a presentation of Muddy River News. Instant Replay is your local sports bar. With 18 big screen TVs, we have all the sports packages from college games to pro games. We offer daily drink specials and come check out the bullpen, our newly renovated beer garden. Instant Replay, 2739 Chestnut in Quincy. Hey everybody, welcome to the Daily Muddy. I'm Ashley Conrad and joining me today is Jeremy Platt. What's up? Not a whole lot. Hanging yeah, out here. You're um, lying. <laughs> There's so much going on. Okay, so you're already a busy guy because you have been doing... So you have Platt Daddy Barbecue. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And you have been doing catering and you have... So tell me a little bit about what you've been doing up till now. Absolutely. Okay. So we've been a catering company for roughly six, six and a half years, uh, serving all kinds of events, weddings, hot, lots and lots of holiday parties, uh, company parties, uh, some private chef stuff. So uh, yeah, that's been keeping us busy for about six and a half years. And you know, on top of that, you know, We've been, my wife and I have both been working full-time jobs, and we also own Yellow Kiss Boutique over there, so... Uh, you do? Yes. Gosh, <laughs> see, I didn't even know how busy you are, and you said nothing. Okay, so just a real quick rundown. How long have you been doing, how long have you been in the barbecue biz, and where did it originate, and kind of where, you know, how, how did it come to be? Absolutely. So, barbecue really came to me, well, probably eighth grade or so. Um, I found food as kind of an outlet for me growing up. I mean, I have a, I have a, I over, overwork my brain here. So, um, being able to focus on one thing at a time is pretty non-existent for right. me. But uh, I found that cooking was kind of like that one thing where I could have tunnel vision and I can just focus and I can and I end up being pretty damn good at it. Yeah. Um, so um, that continued uh, when I was in a sophomore in high school. Uh, I met a guy at Deer Camp because, you know, us Missouri folks, you know, we, we were born and raised around Deer Camp. Yep. So I uh, met a guy, he cooked for us, um, he made some burnt ends and uh, didn't didn't know much about it. And uh, come years, years later, I find out that this guy is uh, a Jack Daniels world champion. Oh, wow. Uh, he has one of the most successful barbecue restaurants in Kansas City, Smoky Guns Barbecue. And, I heard of that. Yeah. That. yeah so, that. Uh, so, yeah, so fast forward, graduate college somehow. Uh, <laughs> By the grace of God. Right? Yeah. Hey, that's how we all do it. And okay. then, uh, so two days after graduation, started working at Shadok, and pretty much my very first paycheck, I bought my first smoker. Wow. And uh, it just kind of grew grew from that. You yeah. Know? Well, a friend asked if I would do their wedding. I'm like, sure, why not? And yeah. It just spread like wildfire. Yeah. That. And then the rest is history, right? Well, not quite yet. So you have started a new venture. So not only are you already busy with everything else you're doing, but... We're at 605 Hampshire, right? Yes, ma'am. And I'll let you say what's coming up because this is so cool and you haven't really announced it yet, right? No. Okay, no, so so you're hearing it here first and I want you to be the one to say it. Okay, All so. Right. So coming soon, hopefully in the next uh, month or so. We're Probably gonna, month or yeah. so, yeah. We're going to be opening up a our first brick and mortar restaurant here in downtown Quincy at 605 Hampshire. Um, we plan on being open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday brunch. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, giving the downtown area a great food option, something else that no one else is doing. Um, it's going to be a fun, it's going to be a unique menu. Um, I'm just really excited uh, to share uh, my love and creativity with you guys. Uh, Very awesome. Yeah. So congratulations, first of all. Second of all, uh, I have been doing some uh, quick stalking on Facebook, right, of Platt Daddy Barbecue. And the reviews are outstanding. And when I say outstanding, I'm saying like five star every time. Everybody's happy with not only the food, which of course is amazing, but the service and also kind of the why behind Platt Daddy Barbecue. Absolutely. I mean, you guys just have something amazing going. And 
you know, if you can hear kind of the the power tools going in the background, they are really hard at work to get this uh, ready, but it already looks so cool. Um, the bar is amazing. I mean, I'm really excited. So we were talking a little bit before about something different that you're going to be doing, right? And that okay. is, uh, I'll let you say that again. Yeah, I don't want to. So, so the goal is, like you said, we're going to have we're going to have a bar here. It's not going to be your typical bar. Uh, we already have great people here in the district. You know, serving some amazing craft craft beer. Um, you know your your great hometown bars here, getting you your bottles and your and, you know your your other stuff. Um, my goal is to start doing some uh, draft cocktails and a couple real nice uh, you know draft beers. Uh, just something simple, fast, unique. Um, I, I want to give everybody something different. Uh, yep. You know, we got a nice, bright, hip vibe here. You it know. is very hip. Yeah. <laughs> and the cocktails have to match, and I think it's so cool. It's like draft cocktails, good beer, because who doesn't love a good drink to go with some excellent barbecue? Uh, but you also have the scenery. So you'll see here in a little bit, but they have kind of an open overhead door vibe thing going, and there's going to be a bar. So it's kind of indoor-outdoor, and when it's nice, this is going to be the place to be. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. It's going to be so cool. So, okay, what are you known for? I have not had anything, but I I did see something called Oink Dust. Yeah. Is that right? Actually, okay. if you, I have yes, one right here. Yes, you want yes, to come yes, see? yes. So, uh, right over here, Oink Dust, this is our seasoning. Uh, this really, uh, I mean, I, I started making this uh, to uh, compliment, like, when I was doing competitions back yeah. when I was real, really young. Uh, competitions don't pay the bills though. Right. <laughs> they're, not, they're not. They're not cheap. Right. So uh, I was making this in my uh, house, and um, that's what I was using for uh, my catering. Um, but uh, it wasn't really economical for me to make 10, 15 pounds of it. So I uh, uh, partnered with a co-packer, and uh, I have this made 50-pound batches now, and everyone was wanting it. So I'm like, well, hell, let's do it. So yeah. we bottled it, and uh, actually, while we're here. After I'm done with this interview, I'm taking it to Ace Hardware. Ace Hardware picked us up, and you'll be able to buy us. Really? So. Well, look at you go, man. That is so cool. I think I only this really so told cool. my wife. So. Oh, okay. Well, at least you told her. That's, more, that, that's more news plus. for you guys. Yeah, so. that's awesome. Okay, so oint dust is not just seasoning, but I've seen you use it like on like air fryer stuff, right? Absolutely. It's so versatile. Yeah. So. And you don't normally say that about a food seasoning, no. but this is this is insane. Yeah, it's very and, well balanced. Yeah, I can't wait to see what you guys do. I'm really proud of you for following your dream and bringing it to the district. Like you said, there are already a lot of options, but mm -hmm. this is just one more cool one and it definitely fits the vibe. Uh, I can't wait to see, I can't wait to see what you guys do with it yeah. and really excited for the opening day, which hopefully about a month, month and a half, we all know how things go, right? Yep. But we're, you are hard at work. And we're going to be patient and yeah. uh, when uh, Quincy's ready for us, we'll be ready for them. That's so awesome. I'm excited. I'm excited too. Congratulations. Thanks this so is really much. awesome talking to you. Nice talking to you as well. Thanks. All right. Well, coming up next, we got a little coffee talk with Britt B and Ash C. Stay tuned. Quincy Warehouse Bargains is your Quincy home improvement store. It's the only store of its kind in the Quincy area. We offer flooring, mattresses, area rugs, dining sets, couches, appliances, and much more. And have more products to come so we can better serve the Quincy and Tri-State community. Our staff is ready to help you find what you need to make your house a home. Quincy Warehouse Bargains, 4100 North 24th Street, Quincy. Welcome to the Abbey, a Quincy tradition. With six big screens, a new larger kitchen, and now more seating capacity, the Abbey is the place to be before, during, and after the big game. Come enjoy fan favorite Abbeytizers, steaks, burgers, and a variety of daily food and drink specials. Can't join us? 
Carryout is available too. Now with the convenient drive-up window to better serve you. 1736 Spring in Quincy. Opens at 3 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. Come join all your friends at the Abbey, a Quincy tradition. What if there was one thing that could improve your mood, productivity, and well, overall health? There is. It's called a good night's sleep. Harvey's Furniture offers industry-leading beds from Bemco, Chatham & Wells, as well as Spring Air. Harvey's Furniture, our home, your home. Are you looking for the perfect venue for your next special event? Check out Utopia Event Center. Utopia has a large banquet room and an awesome bar area, perfect for anything from birthday parties to formal corporate meetings. It also offers a photo booth, stage for a DJ or a live band, and a fully stocked bar, all for only $300. Check us out at utopiaeventcenter.com or call Barn at 217-430-6559 for more information. Utopia Event Center, 900 North 12th Street in Quincy. And welcome back. Now it's time for my uh, favorite segment, Coffee Talk. Coffee Talk. With Ash C and Britt B. I just kind of threw that last part in because I, like I like it. it. I yeah. like it too. Okay, cool. One day, Barbara Streisand's going to join us. Yeah, maybe. You think so? <laughs> That'd be awesome <laughs> if you're out there, if you're listening. Anyway, okay, so today is officially the day of love. It right? is, yeah. You celebrate? No, we don't. Yeah, we don't really either. So we were having a conversation. Well, I don't want to say we don't. We get our girls something because... Yes. oh, I do that. Yeah, because yeah. like we've said numerous times in the past, any reason to celebrate, any reason to like do something a little bit different yep. than the monotony of day in, day out. It's um, yeah, we we like to do it. So, I agree. Um, the girls got us up super early today, and we gave them their little Valentine's gifts oh. and got all their stuff ready for their class party. And Claire, even though she is in junior high, uh, still insists on um, making a box. She no, she takes in games. Like she made a saran wrap ball oh. and uh, little giveaways for her uh, advisory class, kind of like their homeroom. Yeah, and I think that's so nice because. It was her idea, so I would love to take credit. But once you get into that age, it just kind of sucks. Yeah. Like, there's no more fanfare around, you know, even the made-up holidays, which some people would say. That Mayla's in fifth grade, and she gets, like, I think, 10 minutes at the end of the day to uh, pass out there. See? And, I mean, she worked way more than 10 minutes on that Valentine's Day. Yeah. But, and it's just fun. But like you said, it is fun. It's yeah. something different. Even if it's just 10 minutes, it's it's cool. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, some people may or may, you, you may love it, you may hate it. Uh, a lot of people think it's commercialized. Some people, uh, you know. It is. It is. I agree. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to be a little more, like, no, it is. diplomatic about it. I'm but excited about working tonight. Heck, yeah. yeah. Just because of the commercialization yeah. of it. So Food, booze, flowers, candy, drink. jewelry. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, a couple fun facts, because I just thought it would be fun on a day that's either made up or not, just to kind of cover some things. Um, one, so... Although some people do think that it is, it is commercialized. We do know that is a fact. Um, people argue about the origins of Valentine's Day. I know nothing about it. Okay, so a lot of people think that um, it was, uh, it's based on the massacre or the killing of St. Valentine, the martyr, who um, basically freed a bunch of people, I think, in a nutshell, right? I don't know that for sure, but yeah, you'll just believe I'm not, me, right? Yep. Anyway, St. Valentine the Martyr, his death, okay? Um, other people think that it was, it actually is a pagan um, fertility holiday, and check this out. If you go by this belief, pagans used to sacrifice animals and then beat their wives or the women with these animal hides to promote fertility. Yeah, that's how it's done. <laughs> I was like, okay, so 
whether we buy, you know, too many cards and flowers and whatever, at least we're not getting smacked by animal hides, cow hides. Yeah. Yeah. So it could, it could always be worse. Right. And even if, you know, somebody forgets Valentine's day or, you know, whatever you go out and you just skin yourself an animal yeah, and just, you know, smack, smack each other. Yeah. There you go. I like it. Okay. So, um, it wasn't until the um, 1300s that it officially became a holiday associated with love. And then um, the first mass-produced Valentines didn't start until the 1840s. Does it say who produced it? Esther Howland. So she is known as the mother of the American Valentine. I would think Hallmark owned it. You would think, but she actually did it um, like first back when and made these crafty cards from like lace and ribbons. So she was like the original But did copyright it? Ah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, we're so on then, that. Okay. So uh, just a couple more fun facts, because I think this is so interesting. You know, commercialization. Here's here's a little uh, number for that. 250 million roses are grown in preparation for Valentine's Day each year. And uh, today, Americans spend over 20 billion dollars on Valentine's Day gifts. Now, that was back in 2019. So who knows what the heck they're spending oh, now? I know. Between chocolate-covered strawberries and flowers and jewelry and crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, so back to the cards. Over 145 million Valentine's Day cards are sent each year, which only tops Christmas, which makes sense. Um, and then another one. What about conversation hearts? Are you a fan of those? The, the chalky, candy? The chalky oh. XOXO. No. <laughs> okay. I mean, do you like to eat them? I used to when I was a kid, but now I associate them with like a Tums or like a Pepto-Bismol, right? Yeah, I always thought like, I don't know. I was like, do you like to eat them? I and mean, you're like, what else do you do with them? You decorate with them. I don't know. Like, I'm sure there's uh, that's all true. kinds of. That's true. I see we people actually, decorate with them. Yeah, Valentine's Day boxes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Do your kid, so does Mela, so you said, did she, did she do a Valentine's oh, yeah, Day box? yeah, she did a box. Okay. That was like the best part. And they're allowed to do that? Yep. They Some bring classes, for their 10 minutes. There you go. <laughs> Uh, I mean, at least they get to partake a little bit. Yeah. Some classes do it and some classes don't. I'm not sure how I exactly feel about this. I go back and forth, but um, some younger classes are like, we're just going to do this bag in class because not everybody has resources and help to create the elaborate boxes. I like that too. Okay. At the same time, my kids want to just, you know, really show off their skills. Yeah. I don't help them because I don't have a crafty bone in my body. Well, I but, mean, with this, though, I don't think you need a bunch. Like you said, it's you don't have to. You yeah. just have to have some crafty bones, creativity. And, yeah. I mean, you can use toilet paper rolls. And, right. And conversation hearts. Yeah. <sighs> because those things, I mean, I swear they're not meant to be eaten. Okay, another weird fact. Did you know that in um, 2019, there were no conversation hearts to be found anywhere because the company that had them... Um, Ness something, Neko something went bankrupt and the new company that bought them didn't have the resources to manufacture them. So in the year 2019, they weren't available mm -hmm. or was couldn't find them. Huh. 2018. Isn't that well, wild? Yeah, I didn't. didn't even, I didn't miss them. Didn't notice. It. I didn't miss them. No. Yeah. Um, and there are lots more of these facts. I mean, they're just it's it's so crazy that, you know, the changes. I always wonder. So we went from smacking each other with animal hides to sending, you know, elaborate cards to now we're probably sending like emails and, you know, messages and memes. And I see a lot of social media posts. Yeah. The, the way to go. The, they're like, oh, we've been together. I love you, my Valentine. <laughs> Keep like, it. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'll probably do one for Luke later, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, he'd be like, God, Ashley, he doesn't even have social media. Same. So he'd be I, like. Mike doesn't have it either. And I yeah. think it's because we're so powerful. Yeah. We're <laughs> like, you know, we're just a strong presence. Well, that's okay. Like, do you have to comment People... on everything? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Because that's just the way of the world. So then I wonder if, like, how long it's going to be, how many years in the future people are going to look back and be like, oh, my God, I can't believe they used to do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be too long, I don't think. They'll be like, can you believe they used to do this online? Yeah. Ew. I wonder if it's going to be, like, cyclical, if, like, so many years in the future they're going to be And then it's going to be a trend again. <laughs> yeah. It's just so like clothes. Insane. I know. Clothes and dinner and, uh, well, not dinner's not cyclical, but, like, the fads of Valentine's Day. Clothes, yeah, I, I, I'm hoping that malls make a comeback in the cyclical, oh, cyclical you know, cycle. I don't yeah. know. But anyway, so favorite things uh, to do on Valentine's Day if you do celebrate, if you're not, you know, bleh, Valentine's Day. Dinner, gifts, um, sappy social media posts, movies. Drinks. Drinks. But yeah, these movies. The movies, it really, so I was thinking when you brought up this movie, I was thinking I won't be seeing that. But then on my little fact list here, it said that horror movies are one of the top things that people like to do because it gets your heart racing. Yes. Which okay. is so weird. Okay. So and you have to be close to the one that you feel safe next to, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Oh, so it's like the guy taking the girl or the girl taking the guy yeah, so they one, can like canoodle and whatever in the movie theater. Yeah. So Maybe. scary movies are yeah. a love thing. Could but, be. Or I'm like, I'm like this. I just don't even want to watch. I'm I such a I'm chicken. I'm not a big scary movie fan. But I saw this scary movie is coming up. It's being shown in um, Hannibal. Okay. It's called Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. Gosh. Oh, my gosh. So, like, I guess Bob showed me this a uh, long time ago. I didn't see it. Like, the trailer for it. Yes. Um, I don't really remember this. I'm, it's shocking. So It should be illegal. We're going to, I think, link the trailer to this just so you can see this. Um, I don't even want to, like, pimp it. Like, plug no, it. Ugh. But it's, okay, well. Yeah, but good for these people, I guess. It Go is, ahead. It's an independent film that was made under it's like an under a hundred thousand dollar budget huh. again the only place or the only place locally that you can see it right now is on wednesday night at 7 p.m at the bnb theaters that's the okay. one time showing and that Hannibal. they're going to show this one time one time probably for a reason um again okay so this brings up are you I gonna mean, go see it no yeah. i mean i don't know i have I feel like I'm good on the. I saw the. I saw the trailer and exactly. Although, so I am like poo pooing it because I have like strong ties to Winnie the Pooh, right? Like that's my childhood. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't say strong ties, but I have a way that I want to remember Winnie the Pooh okay, and those so, characters. Yeah. I agree. And this and that brought it up to like I asked Bob. I'm like, how can they do this? How can they um, take this lovable Disney character? And I guess that was brought up when they were making the movie because. This ended, you know, it, it entered public domain, meaning like it was Winnie the Pooh is 100 years old. Yeah. By A.A. Milan. Mil. Mil. Milan. Mm -hmm. I can't Mil. say it. Yeah. yeah you're good. Yeah. Um, but so once that enters public domain, anybody can kind of grab you at can it. Take it. Yeah. I mean, there are like rules behind it a little bit. I think you have to pay royalties oh, still. Okay. But um, yeah, it's just weird to think that you could take my lovable character and you know turn it to what you want but it's copyright in general is just an interesting concept it I is think. um to to say that you own an idea yeah is just interesting altogether. especially today when you know it's 
basically, basically whether you consider it public domain or not, if it's out there, it is public. So, I mean, everybody has access to it. Yes. And I'm sure like everything else, there are loopholes, but. And just the, the thought of creativity in general, everything is a sequence. Yeah. So, you know, it's going to be taken to not necessarily the bear with the the red, you know, gosh, shirt and no no pants bottom lovable character to a murderer, but everything is going to be taken at some point in time yeah. and reused into a different context. And you know, and I, I guess I, now I kind of feel bad for poo pooing on it because I never in a million years would have thought Winnie the Pooh as a like horror murderous movie. So it caught my attention. It's like it caught a lot of people's attention. It's crazy that somebody could think that outside of the box. Now, crazy in a good way, crazy in a bad way. Everybody else can be the judge of that, but yeah. it is creativity nonetheless. And I do appreciate that aspect of it because I, I appreciate that some places showing um, independent films too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's pretty cool. That is that is really cool. So I don't know. I mean. Yeah, you be the judge. Yeah. Uh, I, I I think I'll wait to see it sometime. Maybe I'll rent it and uh, we'll fast forward through yeah, a lot of parts. So as much as I want to support the independent film, you know, filmmaker, I, I just don't think I would enjoy it you pretty, personally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy the popcorn, but popcorn, <laughs> popcorn, popcorn in the dinners and, you know. You but, won't be able to look at uh, Honey, I don't think, this way, like, ever again. Okay, so, so is maybe, Tim... Is Tim Robin, Timothy, Rob, Timothy, Christopher Robbins, Christopher Robbins, Robbins he's going to be in it. Yes. And the only, I guess, character that's, I don't know. Some of the characters are not going to be in it because they were Disney characters and then they're not in public domain yet. Yeah. Um, Tigger. Yeah. Is one oh, of them. Tigger, yeah. He'll never be public domain because Disney, unless you have enough money to fight Disney, which I don't. I don't think so. Nah, doubt it. But yeah, just copyright in general. It's, yeah. it's an interesting concept. Um, it, it might not be a concept too much longer because right. like I said, um, I mean, I, I don't want to say like it's not going to be a concept too much longer, but, but at knows? some point in time, um, there's an evolution to everything. Yeah, I mean, there really is. This it was actually kind of created in I think the late '80s. Um, you saw that this this thing? No, the, copyright. Oh, I was like, like copyright law. Okay. Um, our favorite songs, like all our rap songs, yep. they're all samples yeah. of different things, and it wasn't until that became you know prominent that right. copyright became like a huge thing. Well, and now, like, artists like the Biebs, I just heard this. He has sold all of the rights to his music. So you can expect to see, like, Pampers commercials with, like, wow, baby, his baby, 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 baby. Yeah, song. That's I was going to spare you the singing, <laughs> but. Uh, I won't. No, because you, you rock. But, uh, yeah, so some people have argued if, if, is that smart? I say totally smart because if he were to wait and maybe lost relevance, it wouldn't be worth as much money. He's a young dude and married. Smart. And yeah. I'm like, I don't think he, I, I, I don't know what the personal life is right now, but I don't think he's making, he's not producing things. Right. So this is, this right. is a good move. Yeah. I think, I mean, if you can make however much 22 million, 22 sure. billion, I don't know what the hell it was, but a lot of money more than I could ever imagine. I mean, to sell the rights to it. And yeah, I mean, it's insane to me. And I don't know. I think like there was a rock and roll band who was like the original seller of theirs. Um, I don't know who it is now, but. Well, it, what was our lady's name again? The one that made the Hallmark card? Uh, Esther, Esther, somebody. I don't know. I got to find it again. But Let's Esther. Recognize Esther because she yes. didn't copyright 
Valentine's no, Day, even she though didn't. she actually is probably the creator. She of is like the, the creator of the cards, and I don't remember her name. I can't find it, but Esther. So I one more. We love you, Esther. Yeah, we love you, Esther, especially for the lace and the you know whatever you tied around these cards. But however, I am not a fan of Hallmark cards because they're so expensive. I mean, I love a handwritten note, so I shouldn't say I don't like cards, but. My kid will go to every birthday party and announce to everyone that mom's too cheap to buy an expensive oh. card. And it's not that. I got this from my mother-in-law who says, I can either buy you a $6 card or I can spend six more dollars on your gift. I like the $6 yeah. on my Me gift. too. I'm like, heck yeah. Just my throw, makes throw me a handwritten cards. note. And then she signs it on the back, Bean Mark, because that's her. Oh, she's so creative. Her nickname. She is so creative. And I usually write her little notes and sign it on the back, Mom Mark, but I'm copying. Copyright. She better copyright that yeah. stuff right now. Yep. That's awesome. Well, whether you celebrate or not, I hope you have a happy Valentine's Day. Same to you. Happy yeah, Valentine's thanks. Day. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. Coming up, though, uh, Mr. Ron Kinscherf, he reviews another Oscar nominee with Cliff Notes. Get the, get the popcorn. Get the popcorn. <laughs> get the popcorn and the conversation hearts, if that's your kind of thing. Hi, this is Ron Kinscherf, and it's time for another edition of Muddy River News. Oscar Cliff Notes. Who's got Oscar fever? We do, we do. Who's got Oscar fever? It's time for Muddy Rivers Oscar Cliff Notes. The top films have been nominated for the Academy Awards. We'll soon find out who the winner is in March. But it's our duty at Muddy River News to fill you in on those films. So when you watch it, you're not ignorant as to what was going on in those 10 films. And... Today, we're going to take a look at Triangle of Sadness. Now, this is a satirical dark comedy about a celebrity couple that hops on a luxury cruise with the wealthiest people in the whole world. And during the film, a storm comes along and completely destroys the yacht. The yacht is then overtaken by pirates, and those that survive end up isolated on an island which tests their survivor skills. Now, the title, Triangle of Sadness, refers to a couple of different things. One is the Bermuda Triangle. And the other is the area between your eyebrows and the top of your nose where sadness can be displayed very frequently. So let's take a look at the Triangle of Sadness, Muddy River News, Oscar Cliff Notes. Join us again next time for another edition of Muddy River News, Oscar Cliff Notes. Thank you for joining us for Muddy River News, Oscar Cliff Notes. Produced by Ron Kinscherf. Directed by Ron Kinscherf. Cinematography, Ron Kinscherf. Writing and editing, Ron Kinscherf. Wardrobe, Ron Kinscherf. Lighting and sound, Ron Kinscherf. And choreography, Ron Kinscherf. Join us again next time for Muddy River News, Oscar Cliff Notes. And yet again, another movie I have never heard of. But the Triangle of Sadness is now the Triangle of Funniness with Mr. Ron Kinscherf. We appreciate you. Muddy River News. Our home. Our news.